San Francisco. Who are you going to San Francisco? I am. Oh my god. We both are. Yeah, for Race Chaser Live yes. at the Castro Theater. Next week, January 22nd, we will be at the legendary Castro Theater in San Francisco. Now, if you're unfamiliar with Race Chaser, come to the show and learn about it. It's not exactly a live version of our podcast. It is a live version of our podcast, but better. Just look at my YouTube video. There's ponies. There's a giant hot dog truck. There's so many gags and goops. Yeah. You'll be gobsmacked. Yeah. Three Gs, girl. It's really exciting because we get to share live and in person the experience of the podcast, but with a live audience. And mm-hmm. you get to be part of that audience. Yeah. It's unique to SF, too, because we'll do we'll be tailoring it to your needs, your weather conditions, your wants, your pigs. You fully never know what's going to happen at a live experience. We just did the Los Angeles edition, and it was a great amount of fun and truly anus thing as possible at an event like this. You can get tickets at peacheschrist.com, or you can go to racechasertickets.com, and you can look at a beautiful picture of us and get tickets at the same time. How convenient. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, I love that. We'd love to see you at the show, but if you'd love to see us even more up closer, you can do that with a VIP ticket, and that gets you complimentary cocktails, seating in the VIP section, and a meet and greet with a cute little wristband, I think. How cute. We're so excited. (laughs) We're so excited to be in San Francisco and bring Race Chaser to you live, so we'll see you there. We are going to be your own personal bread bowl of knowledge. You're going to want to dip into that a lot. Forever. Hello. 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 And welcome back to Race Chaser, Race Chaser, a podcast dedicated to the discussion, dissection, and dissemination of every single episode of RuPaul's, RuPaul's Drag, Drag Race, starting from the very beginning. Yes, I love it. I got it. And then jumping around indiscriminately as we choose. My name's Alaska. What's yours? I'm Willem. And this is All Stars 4. And we have a very special guest in the studio today. <gasps> ben Delacroix is oh, here. Hello. Hi. <laughs> hello, everyone. Hi. Terminally delightful. Roasting in peace. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this was such a sad episode. It was so hard to say goodbye to Lady Bunny. It yeah. wasn't sad if you didn't watch it. That's that's fair. That's fair. Because <laughs> we were doing Race Chaser Live, and I caught bit. I think I caught all the important stuff, um, but I didn't catch everything. Well, right. I was watching you do Race Chaser Live. Oh my! God. I managed to do both, Willem. <laughs> wow! How did you? How <laughs> Which was a fantastic do... show, by the way. So you watched, watched it at 3 a.m. when it came on? To yeah, I watched it at VH1. 3 a.m. on VH1. It's so tough, those long nights staying up to watch RuPaul's it's Drag Race. It's true, yeah, yeah. we're so dedicated. I know, yeah, yeah. No, I was just, uh, it's one of those things where I just sit and I like refresh and I refresh and I refresh until uh-huh. I can have that special moment I and hear that titillating channel. chuckle. <laughs> oh, titillating chuckle. <laughs> <laughs> you know the one. That was like half Ru, half Lady Bunny. Uh, wait, who had the laugh? Oh, on season five, Jay Jolie had the laugh that they ha ha like they just kept editing it. Like she would just be like, and then we walk into the work, ha ha, 
not to get off topic, but to get off topic, Whoa. Jay Jolie recently did one of my favorite. It's my favorite illusion of the year so far. What was sure. that? I'll show you. It's the best. Make sure we send it to the Graham as well for the for pod. sure race chaser pod Graham. Um, She's got babies strapped to her legs, too. Oh, she did a bird box. She did a bird oh, box my number. my God. Wait, let me see this. I'm not wearing my glasses. She looks... Oh, my God. These Jay little... Jolie for All-Stars 5. Cabbage Patch Kids. She really She's should be. She's killing it. She's sickening. I've She's been... Really every talented. time I go... I mean, yeah. Every time I go down and work... Uh, at play? At play with her, it's so like fun. whatever look she's bringing just like blows me away. Kills yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. It's really... I mean, she's come so she's far. She's a superstar. Yeah. Yeah. We're already casting All-Stars 5. Season yeah. 11 hasn't even happened yet. So uh, Tammy Brown is going to come back. Mm-hmm. This is what mm-hmm. we're... Uh, we're just casting it right I'm now ready. in this okay, room. Yep. Um, Jay Jolie. Yes. Fantastic. Absolutely. For sure. Uh, Mayhem. Uh-huh. I'd love Angina. to see more Mayhem. Yes. Angina. Oh, God, yes. Uh, uh, Jade. Sotomayor. Jade. Battle Absolute. of the Jades. Two Jades. Ooh. Oh, you know they the want to lip sync with two Jades. Battle of the Jades. Yeah. yeah. And then we just need Coco in there just to say, uh, get her Jade. Ooh, yeah. get her to Jade. both of them. Get her over Jade. and over. Get her Jades. Over. <laughs> get her both Jades. What? <laughs> Ooh, y'all got Jades. <laughs> oh, no. Well, yeah, no. <laughs> but technically it is Oh, more. I just got that joke. Yeah. <coughs> yeah, not as bad as the patient zero joke this week. Oh, yeah, but you know what? But she had jokes. Yeah, they were they, they were, were funny. Jokes. I mean, I appreciate yeah. that. Yeah. I, I didn't say it wasn't funny. I said it was offensive. And the most offensive things are the funniest to me, usually. Um, I just appreciate bet, yeah. something that's, like, written and well-structured, you know? You are yeah. right. I've noticed. I watched your holiday show, and you are an amazing performer, but you're... I don't want to say you're even better at writing, but you're writing. It's every line is chock full of a joke. That rap, it's every line was entertaining if you just read it without even knowing it was a song. The, like, you're a really talented writer. Thank you. You should write for half these girls putting out music because Lord knows they aren't. <laughs> <laughs> Have you done an album or anything? No, I haven't. I've actually been sort of like talking about finally doing it because I always was like, well, I'm more of like a parody lyricist than like I'm really not a vocalist. But then I was like, well, I guess now that I'm listening to what other people are putting out it's then that's not stopped. gonna stop any of us yeah exactly darling. this is the franchise to be a part of if you can't <laughs> yeah, sing girl. yeah so <laughs> get um, on the boat <laughs> yeah so yeah no I think uh, I, th- I think it might be it might be time sometime soon because at this point I've accrued a lot of uh, you know I've, I've got a lot of songs that I've written for shows over the last you have few years albums so. worth of material we'll yeah. see just spend a month in a studio down in LA and bang out three of them then you got material for the next three years Perfect. All right, great. Yeah, maybe, hey, maybe I can audition for the next girl group. <laughs> no, white, no white girls. Sorry. Oh, no more white girls. Okay, no more white girls. Great. Too many white girls. It's like the Drag Race Hall of Fame. Okay, let's talk about the episode. Although there's only um, one white girl left on All Stars 4 right now, which dun, is kind dun, of cool. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. Let's yeah, see. no, it's an. Amazing well, they only cast. put two on out of ten to make sure that those were that the you know the table was kind of the dice was stacked. But that's great. I know it's yeah, good. Yeah. They need to. It's needed. And uh, where's the big girls? Are there big girls still? Were there any big girls on All Stars this year? Latrice is. Oh, duh, yeah. Latrice, the OG. How did I forget that? She's on a song that I just put out called Oral, and the video's out next week. Oh. So we're back in the workroom. Manila's really upset because Latrice just went home. You think she ordered those tears from China? 
No, I think the tears are real. And I rewatched it on a big screen and the tears are real. I was just quoting Drag Race. I don't, I didn't doubt that. <laughs> on the other podcast. I thought you'd appreciate that. On the other podcast, they were saying that Manila's delivering like some fake, like emotional, like production. But I think she's, it's really easy to cry when you're there. I agree. I think it's, I mean, it seems very genuine and knowing Manila, it seems genuine. And there's yeah. also just that the, but being on that show, I feel like makes you like quicker to have those types of emotions anyway. Every emotion that you yes. have while you're there is heightened. If something's funny, oh my God, it was the funniest thing. If yeah. something's sad, it's like tears, instant. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Someone can't speak English. And once it starts, you go into that crazy like headspace of like, oh, somebody is like, this is being recorded and edited and whatever. And then it makes it like, for me, I'm like, get even more. It's a feedback loop. Yeah, exactly. Completely. Like spin out of control. I know nothing about Start that. Start huffing your white <laughs> out. Never happened to me. Uh, <laughs> exactly. I know. I never experienced that feeling. Um, <laughs> this episode is called uh, Roast in Peace, uh, the the tribute to Lady Bunny. Uh, I was thinking, like, how um, in bad taste it would have been if Lady Bunny actually died, like, the hours leading up to this airing. Like, before it aired, yeah. Or, like, it right after. But Are you kidding? Bunny would have loved that. I know. That's the thing. Because even if that did happen, Lady Bunny... it. It would make it would make sense. Yeah, she would want like the most offensive yeah. possible way to go. <laughs> and, I, and I think a funeral on TV would be the best way to do it. Raya Latre, who's like my drag sister, we're planning each other's funerals and we're doing a YouTube about it. I've decided I'm getting cremated to Through the Fire by Shaka Khan. Oh, because elegant. I was inspired by Latrice because she walked down the wedding the wedding aisle to Through the Fire and it was sickening. Do they have a DJ at the cremation? I think Anthony's going to do it. DJ Pasta Body. <laughs> but speaking of Latrice, her lipstick message said, it ain't over till the fat lady sings. I love you all. Yeah. Stay fierce and above all, love each other. Latrice Royale. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. yeah. It's nice. Yeah. It's classy. Latrice is ever classy. Always. You know. It's weird to see her go, though. So strange. That's She's strange. done it three more, three uh, times She was before. like, bye. It's always weird. She's like, okay. <laughs> Thank bye. you. Thank Thanks. you. <laughs> All right. I'm going to go back to work. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, so this is the first time that we get a walkthrough from RuPaul in the workroom. But from what we hear, Ru's been doing the walkthroughs, but it hasn't been right. shown because there's been enough drama, you know, which yeah. we all kind of live off of, I guess. How yeah. many minutes is the show? 42? Or is it longer mm, now? It's 60. 60. It's 60. episode, 90 minutes with the show. Yeah. Okay. So, I mean, they're chalking it full. That's for sure. Yes. Um, RuPaul is really loose with his uh, his walkthroughs. Like, his attitude is very loose. Very casual. Yeah, it's very... It feels like a just girls' night out. Yeah. Like, like where's the where's the intense like stare down make all the bur- girls panic energy that that right. we're so familiar with? Yeah, <laughs> I think he knows these girls, and maybe that's why there's more of a casual thing. Yeah, I mean, he's, yeah, he probably picked them to come back. You know, it's not like he's like has to be the sphinx with all these new girls and scare them into submission. Right. Um, I think I think it would. I think a second chance to be in the workroom would be super fun. I think it would be way more relaxed than the first one. But I haven't yeah. been there. Was it for you guys? It was for me, actually. Oh, yeah. yeah, like I, it was interesting. Laugh is, like just fun. Yeah, it was. I mean, it's like interesting to be like when you're not in that place of panic that I was in on season six of like, oh, Rue's in front of me. That's like, oh, we're actually just two people in weird outfits in the middle of this like pink fake break. Right. We're just like having a conversation. Yeah. 
<laughs> on All Stars to one of the work one of the walkthroughs, uh, which they didn't air, RuPaul asked everyone what plastic surgery they had. <laughs> really? Yes. <laughs> everyone and a door was there. Like it was really early on, so like everyone was there, and like. I tried to be evasive. I I think I was like, oh nothing. I just I just sleep I sleep well and I drink a lot of water and you know like and she was like, okay, but really, what what have you had done? Yeah, you really retain like, that really water in they, specific spots. Like really, I do, I do. I really, I'm still I'm still pubescent. <laughs> like I'm still growing. Also, I think people's perception of beauty is changing. So yeah, people yeah, yeah. see me differently. Like they just think I look different. But no, no she like, just wants to know who's doctor because you know she took our music producer, Mark. Well, why not? Why no, not? She, she watches what the girls are doing, and then you know she and it's a great idea. You it know. didn't air; none of it aired. But like, I'm happy to talk about it among sisters. You know, if I were to ever get, that if I were to ever do anything, I'd be comfortable with it too. I've never tried it. I don't. I don't know. Some of the girls do it. It's know, a fad. I mean, it's a I'm, fad. I, I feel classic. I feel yeah, like I'm exactly. a classic gal. Classy. I don't need to rely on all those little tricks. Miss Continental Classic. Elite. Oh, elite. <laughs> As the only girl in the franchise who's actually just aging gracefully, I don't know how to interject myself in this conversation. <laughs> all right. Big you the the over there. Like this. That's how. <laughs> Take Please. those pomegranate seeded guacamole <laughs> and hit it. Tut that. <laughs> my time is valuable, so you better hit it. If you don't have any money for me, my time is valuable, so you need to hit it. Oh Sonic season two, cherry pie. So, uh, okay, RuPaul does the walkthrough. Uh, he talks to Valentina, and he's like, he's like, okay, so you you don't consider yourself a comedy queen. What kind of queen are you? Oh, a star queen. Oh, she's a star, star queen. queen. Uh, right, right. I mean, I r- told Ru I was a star to her face, and she didn't flinch because I quoted her book. Yeah. That's how you got to do it. You got to compliment, course. compliment, and then get your agenda in there. Yeah. So you don't look like a fool because they won't cut you advertising RuPaul products ever. No. But also, like, a star is not a thing. Like, that's like there's a thing that gets you to be a star, right? And I feel like yeah. that's Im- implied frequently. Like, we understand, like, the skill sets. But if somebody's, like, questioning, can you do comedy, you can't just say, like, well, no, I'm a star. Like, that's not a response yeah. to that. In my head, I was like, well, <laughs> oh, okay, a star is good at everything. But specifically, what are you good at? Right. Well, it's a very Valentina response. Yeah. Because kind of her, I mean. It doesn't It doesn't rule her out in any way. It only generalizes her more and says, I can do anything. That's true. Basically. Yeah. And in her mind, she can do everything. Except get that leather well. pantsuit to fit right. Because you know what? She wore it for the rent press day. And I said, honey, that crotch is still baggy. It fit fine. No, it did not. That it crotch is, how dare you? Fine. How yeah. dare you? I'm going to the gram. <laughs> I did not have a problem with the puckering of the crotch. It looked I like... I love the garment. No. I think the garment is fabulous. It looked like and she in her had, mind, she has already won. Honey, it looked like she had Manila's maxi pad dress between her thighs. Oh I'll tell you that. God. I will tell you that. <sighs> Rent live <laughs> dress day. Valentina. Oh, are you doing that in Google? Valentina press day Rent live. Yes, I am, and look. It's the first Let's image that it. comes up. That baggy, baggy crotch. Maybe it's intentional. Jay Jolie would never. Never. It doesn't fit right. Her hair is it lovely. Does. Her hair is lovely. She looks like Alexis Michelle. This is the, there. Okay. It's a great picture. It's a very beautiful. I want to know what her eyebrow product is. Oh my god, she's great. I love her. I'm going to see Rent live the uh, dress rehearsal. You are. Oh, that's so right. Yeah, everyone will get a full report. 
after this break. We're going to take a break. Bye. Do you love anime, gaming, movies, and discovering how your favorite pop culture affects everything you do? Then join us on Crunchyroll Presents The Anime Effect. I'm Nick Friedman. I'm Lee Alec Murray. And I'm Leah President. Every week you can listen in while we break down the latest pop culture news and dish on what new releases we can't get enough of. Whether you love movies, I'm going to tell you all about the uh, hopeful 4K re-release of Tron Legacy that happens. (laughs) (laughs) I'm right there with you. Or music. The music in this show is absolutely incredible. Or anime. And under this mask is another mask. (laughs) You can discover your new favorites right here on The Anime Effect. Listen every Friday, wherever you get your podcasts, and watch full video episodes on Crunchyroll or on the Crunchyroll YouTube channel. Eat stress-free this spring with Factor's delicious, ready-to-eat meals. Every fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-crafted, dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. You can choose from a weekly menu of 35 options, including popular options like Calorie Smart, Keto, Protein Plus, or vegan and veggie. Also, you're going to want to discover the 60 add-ons every week, like breakfast, on-the-go lunch, snacks, and beverages to help you stay fueled and feel good all day long. What are you waiting for? Get started today and fuel up for your springtime goals. The Factor meals were so great. I love that they came in a recyclable container and with very little waste. And the food, delicious. My taste buds had a party exactly really good really easy to make loved it not a lot of cleanup because factor meals eliminates the hassle of the prepping the cooking and cleaning up simply heat and savor the good stuff and you can customize your weekly meals with the flexibility to get as much or as little as you need and then pause or reschedule deliveries to suit your lifestyle get chef prepared meals on the table in two minutes with factors ready to eat meals so you can get back to doing what you love this spring. And if you're looking for gourmet meals, try meals that feature premium ingredients like filet mignon, shrimp, truffle butter, broccolini, and asparagus. In fact, we're celebrating Earth Day all month long. Look out for Earth Month Eats badge on the menu for our lowest carbon footprint meals. Head to factormeals.com slash drag50 drag 50. and use code drag50 drag 50. to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box. That's code drag50 at factormeals.com slash Drag 50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box while your subscription is still active. Bold. Bold All right. Hello. This is, you can tell this is a big get for RuPaul's Drag Race because Cecily Strong is like so fierce and such a fixture on SNL right now. Not only is she a performer, she's um, one of the head writers, I think. So brilliant. She's like so brilliant. Yeah. And for her to be a fan of the show, she put Peppermint and um, Jiggly on SNL this year too. Yeah. Which is pretty cool. Which was awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And you can tell that she is a fan of the show because her uh, her responses are learned and studied. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she's really like she's, uh, you know, she does that uh, drag race guest thing very well where you can tell that she's supposed to make everybody nervous about everything. But she's like doing right. a good job doing that and also being encouraging mm-hmm. instead of just doing the like, oh, you're fucked. Right. <laughs> oh, you're last up. Ugh, you're going to tank. Yeah. Yeah. 
And if you notice the way they have her sitting, it's almost front front on, but you can't see her left ear. So I think that they that she has the the you know the earwig the in there because they have to program. tell you, okay, uh, you know you're being too nice to this girl. Say something good and bad about each girl, right? That's my own personal work. And yes, theory. That's, no, that's no, that's Monet. See, no, look, she's tilted just so that you can't see her left ear. Oh, yes. And let me tell you, she has a bag of hair in. And then later, bag of that hair. hair was curled. That was a great day for her. And she is painted for a lash, filth. a wing tip yeah. liner. And I'm loving this like academic goth top. <laughs> yes, it's very is it Gucci? Wednesday Adams. That frill makes me think it's Gucci on the sleeve. She looks amazing. That tip of highlighter on the nose. We like Cecily Strong. Oh, yeah, she We don't is. like her. We love her. Yes. So she's coaching the girls. Um, I don't know. Who does... Who does? I guess we can get into that when we get into the actual roasty toasty doodly doodle. Well, I totally thought there was going to be a misdirect because I, I saw that Naomi was doing pretty good in the rehearsal and I was like, oh, she's going to tank in the real one then. And they well, showed Manila... Oh, did it? Yeah. <laughs> oh. And then they showed Manila, like, the worrying about the scenario being put last. They indicated that it would was not desirable, probably. And then Manila was last and killed it. See, in a drag show, don't you always want to go last? I don't. I think That's it's... when all the money's gone. Well, it, well. <laughs> There's no money on the floor. Girl, I want some coin on the floor. You need to hit that ATM. It's when the stakes are highest, so you can have the biggest win, but you can also fall the farthest. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. They read me for putting myself first during the uh, the roast challenge on season five. I Who did you roast? The order. Uh, RuPaul. It was amazing. It was fierce. Did you win? No, I didn't because I went first. Who won? <laughs> uh, probably Jinx. Jinx is really good at roasting. She's very good. She oh, did yeah. a 45 minute set at Murray and Peter's Haters Roast, which I'm on this year. Go, go, Montrese won. Uh, oh, Coco was great. Yeah. She was Rue's cousin that year. Or, she did a character oh, and it right. was her play cousin. Was really yeah. um, Jinx did a 45 minute roast set, and we were like, that was way too long. It was hilarious, but you can't do 45, 45 minutes. 45 minutes on a haters roast? There was one that That's I clocked. the whole at, show. There was one I clocked at 37 minutes. We were in the theater performing until like 11 15. <laughs> we're like, Jinx, no more. No more wine before the show. But she's so and funny. And in her mind, she's like, I kept it tight under 10, right? Like, afterwards. <laughs> like, she's like, yeah. I mean, it's always good. Like, everything she says is always, of like, course. really spot on. But, yeah, yeah no, it just needs a little <laughs> There's, a, there's a lot of buildup sometimes, and it's a windy road to the bam. <laughs> but the bam's always there, for sure. Alexis Mateo style. Um, do you think that listening is as important as talking when you're on a reality <laughs> TV show? Because some of these people seem to not. Oh yeah, who who was I, that? Who was like just talking over? Monique. Oh, Monique. Yeah, I was just talking right over her. I, I was it say, felt, I was cringing. Yeah, <laughs> as I interrupt, I always say you have two ears and one mouth. No, <laughs> use use your ears more, but like two mouths and one ear. <laughs> Ooh, girl, <laughs> I will on stream day. <laughs> Jesus, I'd get so much done. And she's wearing a brown cow shirt. Stunning. She's on brand, okay? She's branding hard this season. She's letting us know the brand and delivering at all times. And I'm not going to talk about them shoes because Latrice did the same thing. So the girls kind of uh, make up in the um, in the workroom. There's a moment with Manila and Monet where they sort of like... Um, they sort of like come to an understanding about why Man- Manila chose 
to uh, save her friend Latrice. Mm-hmm. And how dare Manila have friends? That is just, it's so shady that she has a friend. Agreed. It's, it's really disgusting. Ugh, form relationships over friends. time? Ugh. Yeah, it's like really gross. It's horrible. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's like, like, that's what I don't understand about All Stars. It's like, how dare you have friends? Everyone is like coming for her for her. Wanting her friend to stay. Well, it's a weird thing where so many of these girls are like just turned around and walked back in the door. And That's there's, true. you know, there's only a, a few girls who have had the time to really like tour together and have like steeped in this common experience. To borrow yeah. each other's good bras for eight months mm-hmm. or something. <laughs> yeah. You know? Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's, but like, I, I don't know. It's it's so weird to watch just like the cultural difference between the new girls and the girls who have been around a little bit longer. Yeah. It's weird because now we realize that oh, you were on Drag Race, one of the single digit seasons. Mhm. Like mhm. Oh, oh, four. Mhm. Oh. Mhm. Ooh, old. Old lady. <laughs> Manila keeps talking about how old she is on the show. Let and I'm like, what are you talking brain, about? Let me tell not. you. Let me tell you about Manila. When she said in her interview on season three, Manila Zahn from New York, blah, blah, blah. She lied about her age. She said she was like 23 instead of what she actually was, which was 28. <laughs> and so no one's in the editing room checking, oh, well, I bet she lied about that. Because, you know, you take it as, as face value and it's on there as 23. Because yeah. you know who else lied about their age? Sahara. She Why was 74. Would- <laughs> Let's get to the main. Why stage. wouldn't you say you're older so you people think you look amazing for your age? Manila's smart. She knew that she was going to be on three seasons of this goddamn show. She knew. She said, yeah. "This is this is till I'm forty at least." Yeah, <laughs> she'll be back. <laughs> she'll be back. <laughs> we get to the main stage. RuPaul looks gray, neon pink, and orange <sighs> velvet. Mm-hmm. Delta's doing it so well. Oh I yeah, wish yes. I think this she is would take that my Christmas queen show I would get this hair. I think it's bigger and better and a little more. Um, it's a different color. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, this hair, it looks like there's wind in it, yet there's not, which is like you know the trick that you want with every hat. Yeah, and her face has just looked incredible this season as well. I yeah. don't like that earring. I think it um, should have been pink. Okay, all right. That's our top dispute of the week. <laughs> top dispute and is the, the earring. The hair is a. Salute! 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 Did you get sound effects? You spoiled us because we had sound effects last night. They I know. Later. Yeah, later. this they put them uh, in later. And usually it's them playing over me trying to simulate it with my own voice. I never like, cut that part out. I know, like, no, no, it works. <laughs> it works. Like, we need some news noise, like, dun 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 dun. And then they play it in the actual product. Something I love is that. Um, RuPaul never uh, matches her outfit to the theme of the runway or the theme of the challenge. Never. Ever. Lies. Ve- okay. It's happened like twice. That Remember she when has. she had pink eye and she did the, the glasses space, and the mask? Space Age Apocalypse. That matched, right? That's true. She also. She, she did Mother of the Bride. Um, season one. With season Matt. two. Oh, yeah. And on ours, on season. Six, she like sort of did a horror theme on the horror oh, episode yeah. that we did, but it was like kind of you couldn't tell whether it was on purpose or not. It was, you know, yeah, yeah, bitch. She did a space futuristic one, episode two or three of my season, and then Princess walked out in the same thing, like it was silver hooded thing, and 
I think Princess went home that week. They were wearing the same thing. You do not, yeah. And she said her packing. Yeah, that was the wow. Dita. That was this will be that lip sync. Yeah. So I and when Princess came backstage, she's like, "I'm in the same thing." And then we had lunch, and she spilled something on it. <laughs> no. I was like, "This is so rude. This is why we shouldn't be eating, doing lunch right." Oh, the worst. Why do we have to eat? Oh, we're gonna get one critique done. Now go eat. Go yeah. go, go gorge yourselves, ladies. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, your corset's never been pulled tighter in your entire career, yeah. and now you're supposed to jam a burrito into it. Yeah. Oh my god. Y'all got burritos? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> we well. never. I just love it, though, because it's the it's the most pimp thing. It's like, okay, the challenge is wear red. Everyone's wearing red, and she just shows up in, like, a green, like, like I think it's pimp. I think yeah, she's cool. just really hitting it home that these rules she's do like, not apply to her. No, not at all, and I think it's so pimp. I and this it. is, like, a funeral. Like, everyone's in funeral black and then angelic white, and RuPaul's like, I'm wearing beachy pink. <laughs> First of all, Ross, <laughs> is, in, over Ross is in Gucci, and Michelle did mascara tears on her face. And denim is not funeral appropriate, Yvette Nicole Brown. <laughs> I think, but she right. looks great. I mean, I think they weren't, they weren't instructed. Yeah. But Michelle, I think, goes more with the themes than than anyone else on the judging panel because I think her makeup this episode is sort of Lady Bunny-ish. Well, I was it has actually like a also, white under. Thing. I was thinking that Rue's hair feels a little nod to Lady Bunny as well oh, this episode. Like it's bigger and blonder and no bangs. Could you imagine oh, that's true. Rue yeah. bang? <laughs> Just <laughs> a good heavy bang and a lower lash. I see Ooh. a bang down to her nostril. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, I love it. Bunny looks amazing. She does. Everybody looks good laying down because that's when all the pulls everything back. The fat just lays. The audience crying. Just weeping. Oh, look at this. These extras just looking to be discovered. They're acting their lives. This this coffin, I'm obsessed. It's so good. They're all flipping through the programs. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Lipstick Nick slayed this makeup and Hector, her hair looks great on it. Yes. Uh, Who opens? This is a this is a fun challenge because they get to do funeral black, which is one of my favorite like looks to do. Ugh. Well, and when you had your veil reveal with your, I mean, that's one of your iconic makeup moments. <laughs> the smeared makeup. Yeah, that's I thought that's, Valentina was gonna do it, but she did it. That smeared makeup moment is a gif of you on Instagram. Yeah, yeah, it is. Someone just used it last night. <laughs> I don't like wearing black on stage because you kind of lose yourself unless it's a color background. Yeah, you never wear black. Oh, yeah. Well, good thing you didn't decide to do black hair because in front of every black curtain, I look (laughs) bald. I look like I just didn't show up with a wig. You better put some side light on me. Oh, my gosh. Ooh, side light? A drag queen requested side light? Oh, listen, it has to be like the right front light. You need the side light like perfectly just creating that Uh halo around your hair so you can tell Uh that I didn't just like show up with my forehead spray painted and nothing else. Yeah. Uh Good color spray. (laughs) I have a specific hair light for when I do beat down. It is over my head like a halo. Oh, really? It's good. Yeah, my guy figured it out. Halo. (laughs) What you guys aren't seeing is Tyra is a complete bitch. <laughs> Monet starts off the uh, funeral roast and she starts off really strong. She has a glasses reveal, which this is my kind of humor is she takes off sunglasses to reveal an identical pair of clear glasses. That's 
that's comedy. That's funny. I love that. That's funny. Yeah, yeah I, I thought Titus was really funny when he did it on uh, uh, Kimmy Schmidt. Hey, I love a good reference. Me too. I love it. Monet does really well. She's a very strong uh, performer. And yeah, it, it's hard to go one. first. You have to set the tone for the whole thing. Mm-hmm. And Stacey Lane Matthews is going to be able to collect unemployment after being on this season three different times. It's the Stacey Lane Matthews green screen special. This she's whole the season's season. mole. Uh, she she's is. the mole. She is. Bunny's wig looks crooked. Well, she's laying down. That's crooked. I once did a show with Lady Bunny and she um, super glues across her entire forehead. Super glue, like gorilla glues across her entire forehead. And that's how the thing stays on. So it's no. just corrosive adhesive across her forehead. And you that's keeping these butthole. huge mountains of hair on. <laughs> I We did a show with Bunny at the Ace Hotel and it's on my YouTube uh, there was a point where her and another girl got in a debate about who ate Bunny's food. And Bunny turned oh. around on camera and said, I'm fat, too. <laughs> and it was the funniest thing. It's one of my favorite things ever that Bunny has done, other than tell me where to go to suck dicks near the Lincoln Tunnel. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Is Trinity Taylor doing a Joan, Joan Crawford, Crawford character? And we just aren't. The eyebrows, the makeup, the lips, the hair, it's I mean, all Joan Crawford. The, the button earring. The characterization doesn't, I mean, it never occurred to me based on what she's actually doing, but maybe it's a yeah. visual reference. Yeah. It's a good look. But I actually think that would have behooved her because I think that part of what was happening here was that people, even though they said that Monique was the only one who like did a character, mm-hmm. kind of everyone who was doing this really well was like doing a character. And I think that yeah. Trinity got a little lost in like, because she does so well, like she did so well as Caitlyn Jenner. Yeah. And I think if she had like even decided that she had a subtle character, that it would have helped her not be like sort of nervous and lost a little bit. Yeah. I think when you think funeral, you always think, oh, like black netting. If you're a drag queen and black netting and like glamour lends itself to like the 40s, 50s. Right. So maybe yeah. that's how we're getting the Joan vibe. Valentina has sunglasses on because she uh, didn't manage her time well enough to finish her makeup. She looks so amazing, though. Those sunglasses. Oh, I know. I'm hair. I'm sitting, but I'm pressed and refusing to have a seat about it. <laughs> right. Because she was using the time, the makeup time, to finish writing her jokes. But if you can, here's that's the thing. Not, that's a time management issue. It's a time management Boots. issue. Connecting with an audience Back is boots. super important. And if you can't see the whites of their eyes, this is always my rule with photography and video. If you can't see the whites of my eyes, it's not lit right. And the audience can't see me and can't connect with me. So I don't like that she's wearing sunglasses. Well, and if, but if you do not have your, also if you, if you don't, if you're not prepared in any way, it's like, yes, the writing's important, but the make some makeup is important too. The audience needs to feel taken care of. They need to yeah. feel like you prepared and mm. they're safe in your hands, you yeah. know, and like they're not yes, going to yes, feel yes. secure in that. If or you, scared. Right. Or I mean, s- yeah. <laughs> That you'll turn around and and douse them with butt water, you know? One of the two. But they need to feel like you're in control. You're in too, yes. (laughs) You can piss on them. (laughs) Okay, well, I think we're about three quarters away through the show, so I'm going to (laughs) leave. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, This is your time. Uh, You've written your name onto uh, one of these cue cards that Big Dipper is holding up. Okay, we're taking a break. Bye. (laughs) You can finish the joke. 
I, I don't know where it. it was going. That was it. Three quarters of the way, Ben Lee. For the first time ever, our very special guest has decided to leave the studio um, early. But she said thank you for letting her be her own kind of podcaster. Um, so she respectfully <laughs> And she was she wasn't <laughs> she, she, she wasn't respectfully here. left the podcast. Yeah, she wasn't here to win at podcasting. She was here to prove to herself <laughs> that she could podcast. <laughs> We're just kidding. Ben to the is still here. Hallelujah. We love having jokes on this podcast. I love a good joke. <laughs> <laughs> Can you write us some? <laughs> please, please. Sorry, what I meant was I'd love a good joke. Did you write? Oh, wow, yes, exactly. Did you write? Did you write? Um, did you write for anyone on this season? She wrote for Jinx at her, her own show. Yeah, no, I, yeah, no. I mean, like, you know, I, I've, I've not written beyond uh, live stuff. Like, I've not done any TV stuff, but I'd love to. Anyone well, out there? I'd love to. Well, the girls who go on All Stars, they employ other people to write jokes and help them with material and help them with bits so well, but the thing is you is gotta that make something you would do i take cash or check yeah okay yeah. was that exit speech that you made on your season scripted ahead of time Mm-mm. no i was speaking from my heart i mean whatever like who like who does something that bold without some talking points you know but no i was really <laughs> yeah, trying to be people. well sorry <laughs> right. yeah exactly I'm a planner, but uh, but yeah, no, I mean, the, all the all that that happened was, you know, was actually fairly spur of the moment. Like I made all those decisions. Did you say sperm day. of the moment? I did. Sperm yeah. of the moment. I'm decision. sorry. I'm just trying to keep you focused. Can I get an order? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let's talk about some more of these roasters. Yo, Naomi looks beautiful. The roasters. Naomi looks beautiful, and the there's a garment on the ground which we didn't get to see. I, I must have been a reveal. She has that? some sort of reveal. She must have, but there wasn't. She looks time like a mistress it. at a funeral, and her waist is only probably double the thickness of her arms. She's so beautiful. It is insane. It's it's like hard to understand what you're looking at when you see her. She's her proportions. Her are out wigs of are great. She's nice. She's never rotted. Yeah. Yeah. But these jokes, unfortunately, the jokes are uh, to quote Trinity, where are the, the jokes? jokes? Where are the jokes? I'm surprised Trinity didn't hold up a sign that said help. <laughs> she used to do that during Haters Roast during Eureka's set. <laughs> That's funny. I love That's that. That's funny. That's funny. Uh, Monique, did we talk about Monique yet? Well, Monique did like a, a charismatic pastor uh, I thought this was a. I thought this was one of the stronger ones. I thought. Well, this is a gimmick they successful. always love on the show. They love like a wacky, like right. out there character with like mm-hmm. a big voice and a big concept during a roast or a stand up thing. Yeah, always does well. It lends itself well to uh, to this uh, scenario, especially when you make your tits hilariously large. <laughs> hey, it's a good gig. And look, and Lady Bunny the corpse is chuckles. She's chuckling. Valentina, um, she, this is, yeah, you're, you're absolutely right when you don't feel taken care of as an audience member, because it's like, if she would have committed to the sunglasses coming off and like, look, I'm, I'm, 
it's fucked up again, like I did with the mask thing. Like if the eyelashes were all wrong and fucked up, it would have been really Uh, cool. You can always tell how um, they want you to feel about a performance by the cutaways to the judges and the looks on their faces. Cecily, there was a two shot of Cecily and Ross where they were both like, Kind of like that. And then the Rue, just the look to the you side. You know we can't see you right now. Right. Me? As a the podcast. visual. Oh, I forgot. <laughs> oh, damn. You no, know, they're sort of like that. Um, <laughs> yeah. They're making a face like this. You know what I mean? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I just got that, what you were doing. Wow. <laughs> Took me a minute. But yeah, it's like, and on Valentina's, they're, they did the same thing that they did on Naomi's where it's like, huh? And it's kind of instructing a viewer like, Oh, this is how these people are feeling. It's guiding. Yes. Oh, like when they hand the audience knitting needles so that they can cut ah! away to that. Like yeah. that, that kind of thing. That was a joke. <laughs> uh, did they do that most, to you? Most humiliating, like, so, minute of my life. They yeah. did that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. On, uh, so on my season, it. the stand-up challenge, which was, like, the most embarrassing thing that's ever happened to me publicly, was, um, <laughs> yeah, they, like, handed them props. And it was a bunch of old folks. Like, Five it was or six, like, what were you on? Uh, oh god, six. I didn't think about that. Uh, yeah, but they uh, they handed out uh, props like knitting uh, needles uh-huh. to these like old like this. So this old woman was like knitting during her thing. They cut away to that during, your during my set. <laughs> I mean, dear. my set did not come off well. It was the you I, know I like that joke. Uh, Seattle is a moist place, but it's my moist place. I like that joke. I mean, there was like I, I think I like did some decent writing, but I was in like a panic mode where the whole thing was like. Like there were no breaths in the set, so that didn't help anything. Did it fare better than Laganja's comedy set? Well, I. <gasps> it's dry up here, <clears throat> kind of like your vagina. <laughs> if it's not green, I'm not interested, Mama. Well, okay. listen. At least she knew her audience. She knew how to cater to the. <laughs> the, her the audience elderly was me, set. and I loved it. Oh my god. Um, Manila. Pulls out all the stops and knows exactly what she's doing. She has. She's doing an April carry on oh. um, umbrella fringe veil. Lovely. <laughs> and just with that look, she has them all in the palm of her hand from the get go. I know. That, that opening look. Manila is a seasoned performer and um, she's well seasoned. She's fact. fully well seasoned. And uh, and she does the roast thing where you sort of let everyone have it. Mm-hmm. So you give yeah. a little to Michelle. You give a little to everybody sitting over on the side. It's not all just Lady Bunny jokes. Do you think some of the girls didn't know what a roast actually was? Like, yes, may- I do think Maybe that. Monet and Valentina haven't been to an actual roast or seen the James Franco Comedy Central one, you know? like It's a specific type of it. comedy. It has a specific... Cadence and tone, and not everybody, not everybody, uh, you know, speaks that language. Mm-hmm. Um, but- <laughs> Ben's face. I'm is just, just, yeah, no, the language of comedy is not one everyone is fluent in. Mm-mm. Bunny sure is though, and she wakes up and says hallelujah. Um, hallelujah. Which I think is, <laughs> you know, I just really like Bianca Del Rio. I'm just gonna mention Bianca Del Rio 35 times. <laughs> I saw her um, her her one woman show for Christmas at uh, Catalina Jazz Club right here on Highland. It was amazing. Really? She I'm is. sure I'm, she killed it. Reason. And you know what she did? She walked in. Um, she walked on stage and said, um, "How many of you people have been to the Catalina Jazz Club before?" And like three people clapped. And then she said, "How many of you people came out just to see me?" And the whole room went up. And she's like, "Thank you." 
like showing the club like bitch book me again <laughs> i filled your fucking house and i was like balls bitch yes bunny she is that bitch she is that's the reason she's the lady bunny that's true she's not a lady bunny also she sucks dick with the condom hey oh that's the reason no. she still is that bitch okay yeah clever girl i she love lived. um I love like some like a computer losing in translation and calling a woman rabbit. <laughs> so funny! I think woman rabbit is so funny. Oh, lady oh, bunny! <laughs> that <laughs> took us both. Me and Ben were like, really what is Alaska having a seizure? No, it is. It's like I don't know why I think it's so funny because we were like talking about her in emojis once, and like I, you couldn't like to spell out lady bunny in emojis. Uh-huh. It's woman rabbit. What would you be, Oregon lightning shit? Yes, many, many times. (laughs) You'd be William. (laughs) Bill. (laughs) Uh, Ralph. (laughs) Oh, no. Are all the Lady Bunny jokes about what she looks like out of drag funny to the people who, like, I feel like there's a select few who actually know what Lady Bunny right. looks like out of drag, and they're doing a lot of those jokes. I'm like, are those funny to everybody else? Because I am, like, cackling at them. Right. Because we know. Yeah. She but looked- it was years before I ever, you know, interacted with her. Oh, yeah. Like, she looks like a beautiful Helen Mirren. I think she looks like the the side piece <laughs> of whoever Wilford Brimley would be fucking. Uh, Will- <laughs> <What>? <laughs> but there's a very specific uh, man for our younger viewers. He did life insurance ads. He he was in the firm with Tom Cruise. He did uh, Quaker Oats ads. <laughs> it, Bunny looks like the woman that <laughs> Wilford Brimley would fuck, for sure. Sure. Okay. okay. I can see that. And you I can like see that. Wilford Brimley on Race Chaser Pod. Wow. We're getting a lot of pod action. Is it pod or podcast? It's Race, Race Chaser. Chaser Pod is our Instagram account just for the podcast. Yeah. How fun. Well, yeah, that's it. I'm that's Wilford who, but, Brimley. Oh. Yeah. I think she looks like Helen Mirren out of drag. Okay, well, let's get into... um, She's Helen a mirror, that's for sure. (laughs) Let's get into the angelic white runway, darling. Oh, Monet exchanges, killing it. Uh, Pope, Vatican, devil eyes... In a leotard. And bringing her own carpet, though. I mean, that's that's the brilliant... It was a pimp move. I, I think she looks great. You're um, mad about the leotard. It I'm not is a mad about fact. it. I think I could see more variety. I'd love to. And this walk back, she looks like she she not a great walk. Okay, uh, next up we have Trinity the Tucktail Tour. This look is so incredible. This is like the most glamorous version of when Bugs Bunny is seducing Elmer Fudd in What's <gasps> Up, Red Dog. You're that, right. Yeah, that, I love it. it I want it her to is. be riding on that fat horse. Mm-hmm. Oh Ugh. my god! I love You're it. right. Oh man, she looks great. What? <laughs> Nothing. Nothing. But I do love Trinity's <laughs> outfit because anytime you can bring movement to your outfit mm-hmm. somehow and like fringe or ostrich feathers floating, it's it makes people not want to look away because you're like floating and and it's one thing to choose an outfit that you can like be photographed in and another one that you can look really good walking on that slippery runway. Right. I was always like scooting around on that thing. And you want to talk holes in the stage, darling. We had a few holes in the stage at the at the theater at the Ace Hotel. Do you want to bleep that the name of the no. theater? No, because they need to be held accountable <laughs> and fix might it. Know where the show was. We, we did an event <laughs> last night. No, there was a and huge we had a gap. pony too. Yes, we did two ponies. We did. Well, it. the crowd went wild. Yeah. I mean, is this the forum to talk about our 
Why animal, not? Animal rights violations. I think we should. We recently, it's recently been brought to our attention. Okay, what well, someone slid into Willem's DMs and they said they had things to say about the fact that we used, uh, we hired two ponies to make an onstage appearance um, in the live show last night. And here it goes. Hi, I have some questions about Race Chaser Live today. Why did you put a ponies on the stage at Race Chaser Live? Was there any reason to be sure? I expected that when William said bringing a pony, she would prepare a pony drag or something clever or a funny thing that we couldn't imagine. But they brought actual ponies. Was it fun? To me, it didn't look fun at all. I was in a very big shock when I saw the ponies being exploited and their faces that didn't look happy at all. Because ponies can fucking smile? Okay. Yes, I can. Thank you. Sorry. Um, the place where ponies should be is nature, not the stage with aggressive, strong lighting on animal and loud screaming of crowds. So you should be in nature. Um, the ponies would love, ponies would love have come a long way in a car apparently for the show and they would have been stressed. Why did they go through such a thing? Even if they live in the city, humans do not have the right to put them on the stage. Animals are not human accessories, tools, or spectacles. I'm a big fan of Alaska and Race Chaser. As much as I love you all, <laughs> I couldn't pass this problem. Yeah, I hope you, I hope you to ponder <laughs> once more about exploiting animals before second Race Chaser Live and to publicly share your thoughts on them. Thank you for reading the long message. You're welcome. So, Ben, you're from Seattle. I'm from Seattle. Um, which is the forefront of, like, forefront. Progressive, progressive ideals. Yes. It really is. So, is it is it fucked up that we should we... Oh, you're putting this on me. Well, I'm just asking your opinion, because I don't... Wow. I don't right, know. Everyone I mean, at the home, ponies... not only are these two animal abusers, <laughs> but they also <laughs> won't even accept the responsibility, <laughs> and they're I trying do... to pass it off on those innocents from the Pacific Northwest. Right. Uh, yeah, exactly. no, um... Yeah, no, I, I mean, I don't, I don't know. Uh, Were okay. Well, yeah, I don't want to put it all on you. I, I, um, I understand. Like, I, I don't know, but it's also like difficult and stressful for humans to be on stage. We were on stage a lot longer. Those, those ponies weren't the only thing being exploited. <laughs> they were kind of treated like really amazingly, and they were really happy. They were there with their whole family. They were wearing human hair wigs. It's kind of, like it's their job. Like my pony I don't had a think, ponytail. I don't think they'd be comfortable, honestly, like out in the wilderness. They're because, show ponies. Because the, right, I mean, it's their it's their life, and well, the reality is that you didn't pluck them out of the wild. It's you know, it's oh, by, we did <laughs> off the side of the street. No. We did that. We but did like, that. this is what those ponies do. Like, this is what they've been, the career yeah. they've been roped into against their wills. But like, if they weren't at your right. gig, they'd be at a different gig, you know? So like, is that an animal rights violation? Like, that's its own conversation. You know, right. when you see an animal like nuzzling their owner, like getting into like their neck or their armpit crook, that mm -hmm. pony went straight into my crotch. So I knew it was comfortable. It was looking for like... You know that warm, warm, thin, yeah, moisture. That that exploitative center. Adhesives. Well, yeah. it's probably it just like smelled the most human pheromone in that zone. But no, I, she was kicked off second. Oh no. Uh, okay, wait. But so right after season six, I did a commercial for like Vegas tourism or whatever. Yeah, I saw Courtney, that. Courtney okay. was in it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I had to Courtney reshoot my. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I had to reshoot my segment because the first one that we shot was at like the, it was at like a dolphin pool uh -huh. or whatever. And I don't remember what the name was, but apparently, so I shot this footage in front of this dolphin pool and took an Instagram photo of this dolphin like jumping out behind me and I posted it on Instagram 
this was just after filming, and suddenly I had on all my social media pictures of like dolphins with lesions on them and all this stuff oh being sent God. to me and all this stuff that says dolphin smiles are nature's biggest lie because apparently the the hotel was like sort of known for abuses against the animals or oh, I had no idea. Yeah. And somebody launched a website called Ben Creme Visits Dolphin Death Pool. Oh my God. So anyway, all this craziness happened and I had to go and reissue like in a different spot. It was you really went crazy. to a whale death pool. Yeah, I went to the whale. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> wow. I actually, but I was going to make up a whole backstory about how like a dolphin killed my mom and this was like my big thing was that I was just oh like, my- it was like a vent. <laughs> I was going to like take photos up with a harpoon gun like, like on a rowboat in the middle of the ocean. the hole and say good luck. <laughs> good luck. Oh my God. So anyway, uh, but you know, I can relate. I, re- I really wanted to reenact a wild hearts can't be broken moment and ride the horse into the audience into a pool of water. Okay. But um, that was an opportunity given to me. <laughs> well, I just, well, I, I want everyone to, <laughs> I want, whether you were at the show or not, I want everyone out there to be rest assured that the ponies were really happy. They were really nice. The, the family that was with them were really nice and like they seemed into it. And if they weren't, then like we wouldn't have done that point blank. They were there for like literally 20 minutes total. They were treated better than us. We were there from <laughs> 3 o'clock until 11 <laughs> o'clock. No food. That, no food because I thought <laughs> I was going to get fucked later. And then I realized in the meet and greet, the guy that was going to bring the platforms home that we were dancing around on and uh, pussyfooting about and fancy footing. Fancy footwork. Fancy footworking. Yeah. He left and I said, fuck, that means I need to get up in the morning and go down there. And, the, and oh, Lord, it started to rain. It had rained, yeah, and it, it I was really wet. Did. I was m- moated, pressed. <coughs> yeah. Now you're verse. Now I'm verse. All that lifting turned you into a power. Well, I verse. really want. I put once I had everything strapped up and the bungee cords and the tarp. I was like, "Ooh, I'll do a little Instagram." Like, this is why we jeep. And then I forgot to take a picture. Did you make a laugh through the Home Depot parking lot? No, I went to um, Anna Walt on Highland because it's closer to my house. Well, I guess we could return to this episode of RuPaul's Drag Race. Oh, right. That's what we're talking about. We are mid-runway. Like, we literally stopped right uh, as Monique Hart. Right as the ad for Three Day Blinds came out. Uh, Well, it's made out of Venetian blinds. And the bigger um, flaps on her shoulder look like they're those bigger uh, folding blinds. Yeah, it's very Archangel Gabriel, Warrior Angel. But I don't understand why she puts all that beads and gorgeousness at the top, but she can't line the skirt. Lining a skirt is the easiest thing to do. She just finished her season of Drag Race. You know what, though? She came back on to Drag Race, spouting off at the mouth that she had the money now and blah, 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 and X, Y, Z. And she has the designs and the couture. That's the finishings. You know, the finishings will get you every time. It is, I mean, it, especially on All Stars, it is the little tiny details that re- it really comes down to that because everyone's performing at such a high level. Yeah. Um, except Ben, who performs much higher than everyone. <laughs> but it comes for down the view, to for the listeners at home, I'm shrugging. It comes down to those little, those little minute details. Like, is the skirt lined? You know, you know that sort of thing. We're faggots. We judge. It's what we do. Um, Naomi Smalls looks amazing. She's doing a Prince tribute. It's incredible. Um, yes. She looks great. The guitar looks fierce. Mm-hmm. Um, the legs never stop. Ugh. They can't stop. They won't stop. If I didn't know her. Sister Dick will make you sick. That's what I've heard from wise <laughs> philosophers. So 
Have you broken that rule, Willem? Um, <laughs> Your silence speaks volumes. Yeah, but yeah. Hands on or mouth? Hands or whole? Uh, anything. Then yes. Okay. For sure. All right, Gorge. For sure. Valentina finished her makeup. Oh, thank goodness. Is she the only one who didn't change her hair, though? <laughs> That's a complete shade rattle moment. It is, because everyone else is like, this is my funeral look. This is my completely different angelic look. Like, I mean, Trinity Taylor had kind of a tall order because she had kind of crazy makeup for the funeral and I mean, then was completely glamorous. Nobody has enough time for what you're trying to do on Drag Race. That's why it's Drag Race. We're like, we're right. all doing too much in too little time. You just I have used to, to tell it. the girls in the mirror, slow down. They can't bring one of us if we're all not ready. Yeah. Manila um, looks amazing. This hair. Manila, Manila looks resplendent. Resplendent. Yes. Yeah, like good word, right? What's on it? Does she have little cherubs on her ovaries? What's going on? Yes. What is that? Oh my God, it's so cute. Yes. You can tell immediately by looking at the theme. The theme is angels, white, cherubs. Goddess. I wasn't getting that specifically from Valentina. I was getting pretty dressed with feathers. I yeah. agree with you on that. It didn't That's give me true. it didn't give me angel. Manila's got wings in her hair. She's got she looks like a goddess. Yeah. I agree with you on that. Yeah, Manila was giving full season three music video with RuPaul champion throwing a spear. Um Yeah. Which, yeah, yeah, no, goddess. it was that. Which is still my favorite promo look. So good. Let's so watch good. that on the break. We are back as the two tops, Manila and Monet, are stooping through the doorway, coming back into the workroom. And this is a tough call because the two girls in the top are in the top, and then everyone else is in the bottom. So, um, I know, gasp. Visible gasps in the studio. Yeah. Visible, um, audible gasps. I think I saw it, too, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was visible. Anytime you have more than... <laughs> Anytime you have this many bottoms in a room, it's not going to be a good situation. Uh-huh. <laughs> Everybody's greedy and out for himself. Yeah, the odds are bad. Bad. Um, Valentina's like, Valentina's in denial. I go home tonight? She's a, <laughs> she lives in her own little world, and it must be a beautiful world. She's a star I queen. Am, I am boiling right now. That one judge with the gold and the fringe and the bang. The one with the bun and the gold. <laughs> I am boiling right now. Her non-constructive criticism. <laughs> oh, anyway. Um, everybody else is in the bottom. And uh, I think that the Rockstar Wigs wardrobe is a disgusting prize because they make cosplay Come wigs. On. They make cosplay wigs and they didn't pay my friend who's a drag queen who did modeling for him. Oh, well. Okay. Yeah. And I'm I'm Mo, I'm Modisha Jenkins about it. Uh, Petrolude. Oh yeah. Yeah, and um, I think Misty Maven too back in the day. And there were also shenanigans, not just with the coin, but otherwise. Okay, so yeah. we won't be getting an ad spot from them any day. <laughs> How dare you? Man. The girls all kind of defend themselves. Valentina is in a complete state of deluja. She truly is. So. Yeah, deluja, deluja. Um. <laughs> Uh, and so the girls are sort of like, everyone's like, oh, I don't know what to do. So um, they change the clothes for the lip sync. 
Yeah, and can we get into the outfits for a second? They were just on screen. I, I know, know that we keep bringing up the screen. We're relying heavily on the screen this episode. We don't normally do this because then it's just us sitting quietly watching Drag Race with the volume down. Which, if you think Which that's the what we're doing podcast. when we do the podcast live, it's not. We also have animal exploitation and oh uh, local queen exploitation. Right now, there is a rare bald eagle in the studio mm-hmm. that we have muzzled. Yeah. Um, we're milking it. We're, <laughs> we're milking it right milking. now for its precious milk. I'm using the feathers. I don't know uh, what about either of well, these wait, outfits wait, 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 Aretha. Did, didn't Monet wear this look on on um, her season of Drag Race? Did she? This exact look? Am I on glue? Can we get a side-by-side? You made glue out of the horses. <laughs> Can we get a ruling, please? Because if there's anyone I trust to clock that, then it's you. She's been wrong. The really? Reason Twice. I, oh, oh, I've been. Oh, yes. Another visual gasp. Right, visual gasp. <laughs> I just gasped, but you couldn't hear it. It was only visual. Um, Something too visual. Maybe it was in red, and it was like a red sparkly um, bodysuit, and. And the the short, pussycat the bus pussycat driver wig. wig. However, boot scoop. Okay, the other side of the coin is, I, if if Monet wins this whole show, I would like to see her. That's it. That's the look. It's like her iconic look. Mm-hmm. If Monet Just wins the you whole wear show, it doesn't make it I iconic. Want, I want for her final look to wear a full sequin cat suit and a pussycat wig. I don't want I want it to be straight up that cuz that is like her iconic go-to. Okay. And what is Manila wearing? I'm obsessed with Manila's outfit in this. She's, it's sort of like an 80s like nice girl like Well, she's got this like oh, and she's she got her Bob posed. Ross hair. It's like a casual Kelly, like blousey sort of. Well, she's pant. got those like high waisted like khakis, which yeah. reminds me, like all my cartoon references, reminds me of um, Yakko from Animaniacs. That's what oh. it gives me. <laughs> it's a good camel. That's not a pant, it's a slack. Sure. Slacks. And sure. why is she doing that side by side? 10 years ago. Oh, she's doing like a throwback to herself? Yeah, with a similar. Oh, I love that. And that's why I love watching Manila's. Have you watched Pineapple Couture on YouTube? No. It's cool. She basically Ooh. just does a quick breakdown of like, this is what I was thinking with this look. And I love getting in her brain because it's always All so, of her stuff like, is amazing. Yeah. That yeah. Marvin the Martian look that she was doing on Battle of the Seasons for a while was just like blew my mind. It's so thought out and, and really yeah, brilliant. She's great. Um, yeah, she looks like um, she'd be like the best friend from school of the girl in the 80s horror movie. Mm-hmm. She bit. looks like she'd have an accent, uh, the girl that came to school with the accent. Sure, yeah. Like chic, ooh, where'd she summer? Um, I don't like this song. I didn't know this song going Oh, really? I it. loved it because I love like spoken stuff for lip sync. I love all the weird sounds that it starts with yeah. that yeah. aren't like actual lyrics. I love seeing how somebody has to interpret that. Yeah. Me too. I love the agility and the, the finesse of that, but I want a song that I know or that I'd want to tip the girl for, you know? Mm. Like this isn't a song I'd want to tip either of these girls for. I don't know. That's just me. You just sit stone-faced in the front row no, with your dollar bills on the table, your hands folded over them. I would get on my phone and start taking selfies oh, of myself. No. I, feel, I feel totally the opposite. Like, when it's just, like, a song that I'm like, okay, well, I can bop around to this, too. But, like, this is, like, such a challenge to get these lyrics. Yeah. And you have to interpret them. Like, uh, like uh, Monet wounds, wounds up, winds up doing, like, these really, like, weird mouth movements that don't even feel lyrically related. But it's they're funny, really though. Fun. Yeah. Yeah. 
Manila just checked her watch, so I'm sure there was a lyric about time. <laughs> There's a lot of turning around to the back because this is hard to do. It's really <laughs> hard. It's a hard song. Are they saying jump to me and none of them are jump jumping? To it. Jump to it. They, they do. They do fully jump. Oh my god, do you remember Shangela pulled out that jump rope? Uh uh. Did she? Yeah, we, we were lip syncing against each other and she pulled out a jump rope. Like out Why? of her, who knows? Because oh, it was. Yeah. Was it a song about jumping? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was uh, Pointer Sisters. Oh, jump! Yeah. Oh, well, that makes sense. No, it was great, but it was such a good gimmick. Did and... she win? Yeah. Huh. Right? I don't know. I wasn't there. It was against me. <laughs> I think she won. <laughs> <laughs> they're both like. They're both clinging to this so it hard. It's like barely there, but they're doing it. it right. It is. Yeah. It's It's passable. A very wise man. Conversationable. I just, I never would have been able to do this on Drag Race. <laughs> Monet just did it. Can you go back three that seconds? That tongue thing was Dips so cool. Bed, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, no, no, no. I, this was like <laughs> the shining moment to me of the lip sync. And now we'll watch it in reverse. <laughs> I love it. It's good that way, too. Okay, 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 yeah. Michelle eating it up. <laughs> <laughs> See that it's like amazing. That's I I think uh my friend Gabe said it last night, but uh one of the worst ideas that you can do in a lip sync is stand directly next to your competition because then it's a direct comparison. Unless and, you're amazing unless you're doing better, you yeah, know. <laughs> it's like the best yeah. choice. Truth. Or what, what if, if you're, you're like better? struggling so far behind that you just like need some camera time. <laughs> like cuz you know otherwise they're not going to keep you in the shot. Wow. I thought it was a good lip sync. I didn't know the song, but I thought it was a good lip sync. I think um, the lipsticks are more interesting than the lip sync because we don't even get to the lipstick. No, but I they don't do they don't talk about it after, so we can't talk about it. Not then. on this episode. I so I don't know what what scalding dish you have and insider tea teas that you have privy access to. Well, um. We'll have to talk about it next week. Yeah. So, yeah. but this is the gag of the season. And Gaganzola. It's, I, Gaganzola. For sure. Uh, they both win the, the lip sync. They split the, split the $10,000. Uh, it's a $3,000 gift card from Moo London. Oh. That was like the, yeah. yeah no, they each like the get 5K price. for this yeah. lip sync. Yeah. Because they both, they both won. Um, uh, and then they go back, and then RuPaul says all star rules are suspended until further notice. I wish one of them just got up and walked out and said, you know what, Enough. you can't keep changing the rules. Oh I agreed to come God. here, uh, but they can. But at a certain point, it's like, girl, we realize you're changing the rules because you have to produce the show you want to produce. And they know whose lipsticks are in those girls' titties. Yeah. So they're not going to send that girl home if, they, if, both, if both of the people have the same name in their titties, and the producers don't want that girl to go home because she makes great TV, they're going to say, you know what, we're changing the rules. And then they're going to change the rules. Well, here at Race Chaser, we're changing all the rules. Starting tomorrow, we will be airing season eight, mid-season, <laughs> and we're get, we're releasing them on Thursday what morning. What the tuck? <laughs> and we're going in backwards order. And I'm going to be producing a big difference. Going to be sitting in this chair. No, we're not really doing. That. Um, 
I'm plucked. Full pluck? Full pluck. She's at a full pluck. Do you think that on their schedule, they were like, episode five, we're going to flip the rules no matter what? No. I think that they needed to prevent the girl in her titty going home. I don't know because, no, because there's a, a, the network buys however many episodes. Sure. There's this many girls. So that means they have to bring everyone back so that all the episodes get filled. So they knew that this was going to happen. They knew there was going to be a double save and that they were going to bring back girls. Sure. Okay. Right, I mean, it always happens. Like, they always just, like, find some way to make the same thing. Like, they always do that on every season and then just, like, find some way to make it feel shocking even though we all know it's coming. I was shocked. <laughs> when I watched this on my phone for the for the first time seeing it, I knew it was going to happen. The girls come back every single All-Stars. Wait, but you sort of but singularly... I I said, oh, my God. And I was like, oh, my God, I'm actually shocked with Like, this show But really you approach the show with a wide-eyed, starry-eyed, youthful wonder I that do. almost nobody else watches it with, which I find very admirable. <laughs> now, did you, did, you, did you have that going back into All-Stars 3? Did you have that mindset of, um, you know, this is a fair and just competition? Or when you walked, were you, were you walking because you were done? Or were you walking because you were like, Fuck this. When I left? Yeah. Yeah, no, I was just like, you know, I mean, when I went into it, I, like, I mean, at this point, I understand what the thing is. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's just, you know, you go into it. Uh, That's rude. Yeah, no, uh, you know, I think I went into it with sort of this internal struggle because there's a lot of things that I think are amazing about it. And there were definitely things I didn't like and didn't want to participate in. And then I was just in this rare moment of, oh, my God, I did so much better than I expected to that I actually am uniquely in a position to just be like, okay, well, I don't want to do the other part because I got to do the part I wanted to do. So, um, so, yeah, it was just kind of like, cool, I've just wound up being in the position not to sacrifice the part I didn't want to sacrifice. It was very like it was a very unique moment and I was glad I grabbed it while I could. I think you did the right thing because so many people don't stay at a party while it's not fun anymore. And you left them wanting more. Everybody yep. wanted more of you, and we still do. Um, and that red hat, you still got to wear that, bitch. It's true. Oh, bitch, that red hat. It's true. <laughs> that was a hat. And how boring would it have been if I just, like, stuck around? I, you know what I mean? Like, it was like, you need to keep yeah, the show girl, fresh. You, 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 were, you were the season for that. You know, it's cool that Trixie won and Shangela has that one crack where, where her face goes from Shangela to... Mm, when, when they're like, you aren't the top two. Like, those are good moments and everything, too, but you were the gag of the season. Like yeah. and it was that's the gag of the season. You are. I I think I was the gag of my season. You were the gag of your season. Um, I've seen your dick. People have and gagged have on you. I bet. <laughs> and you have beautiful <laughs> bounds. Beautiful bounds. <laughs> beautiful bounds. Um, I uh, I look forward to seeing you in the future. Where can we see you more? Well, Where's your next show? Where's the uh, gigs? Yeah, well, I'll be on Haters Roast. Uh, uh, only a select few cities this uh, this select winter. Select markets. Um, yeah, and then I'm I'm actually going back to Seattle to work on my next solo show, and then I'll be premiering that and touring it throughout uh, 2019. 
Um, so yeah, just uh, details to be announced. And so, what else are you up to? Anything else? Yeah. Uh, well, Jinx Monsoon uh, and I will be starring in Peaches Christ's Drag Becomes Her. Her it's death so becomes good. Her. It was yeah. so good. I saw it so here, good. and it was my favorite thing I saw last year. It's yeah. really, really, really fun, uh, and it's a fun group to work with. And Major Scales is Bruce Willis, and will be. Uh, Doing, we'll be doing that show in the UK for the entire month of May. You so. look so great as a redhead, too. Thank you. Yeah. Showing your range. Yeah, yeah. I really <laughs> try to diversify. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, you can find me like uh, in, you know, I'll be in New York. I'll be doing my summer in Provincetown with my solo work, and then I'll be touring around. Because I got a little too moist. All them tights and them pads and but the harbor. Yeah, no, you're place. drenched the entire, yeah. Oh, that's true. I just couldn't. Before we end, can we look at the queens who are returning in the workroom and what they're wearing because they look so amazing and this is the moment where the girls have so much time to get ready like they're all kind of ready and like fuming and like pissed and like uh, this is my favorite moment of when the returning girls come back seeing what they wear and the looks on the faces girl they got some bitter bussies yeah when they see all these girls back like they didn't know it was happening like when you all came back you wore the fucking red hat Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm, everyone looked so fucking right right well it's like you have your best outfit you've been hanging on to and then suddenly there's like you know the stakes are there's no reason to hang on to it they're all given the prompt clearly to do funeral black I love that Farrah wears a red dress bitch red dress to a funeral Mm -hmm. and she looks great always she always looks great GL looks un- Real. Gia that, looks incredible. Jasmine has the Andromeda strain as a hat. <laughs> Gia looks great as a blonde, and she's in a lube. Um, and and uh, Latrice. Latrice looks, looks like Loretta Devine. Beautiful. She looks gorgeous. Yeah, her hair is her. laying. Mm-hmm. How this, do you think these feather details this? on Gia? I mean, this is she's just Gia never looks looked. like the ad for the Winter's Huntsman, where like the crows <laughs> turn mm-hmm. stuff out yeah. of the yeah. outfit. It's just all this stuff floating around her. It's a beautiful garment, and I love seeing her in the six thirteen with this black lip. Yeah, she looks sickening. I mean, she's Gia is a beautiful woman and always looks beautiful, but this is like nothing I've ever seen. She's gorgeous. Yeah, yeah. one hundred. They all look great. It's always so fun seeing the girls return. So who knows what's going to happen next? Twists time. and turns, uh, gaps and goops, twisted, <laughs> shouting and screaming. More, more twists and turns than Latrice Royale on a cul-de-sac. <laughs> um, thank you so much for joining us. Oh my gosh! Thank you so much for cream. It was a real pleasure. Thank you for being I'm- here. Thank you for coming to our luxuriously appointed studio. Please help yourself to um, a beverage on the way out from mm-hmm. the Red Bull sponsor. Yeah. And, perfect um, keto bars. A perfect I, hear keto. There's, I hear there's Halo Top in the fridge. There's Halo Top in the fridge. <laughs> and um, afterwards, if that makes you runny, use the Lola bath products in the bathroom. <laughs> well, thank you so much. Of course. Yeah. Thanks for joining us on Race Chaser. And thank mm-hmm. you to all at home or in your gyms or in your works or your cars. And we will be back on our next episode, continuing recapping Drag Race, current events, or whatever else we want to talk about. Yeah. yeah. I'm Willem. Mid-season seven. Um, I'm Alaska. <laughs> and you can rate our podcast and comment about how fantastic it is. Don't be dicks. And subscribe to make sure when you know each episode is coming out. Yeah, don't be dicks, but send the dicks in their DMs. Ponies are people, too. <laughs> I like pony play. Um, uh, special thanks to our guest star Ben De La Creme and you can find him at Ben De La Creme mm-hmm. um, and follow me at Willem and at the only Alaska 5000 mm-hmm. and our Race Chaser podcast is at Race Chaser Pod 
Yes. Send us those memes for the IG stories. Thank you to everyone who came out to the live show. We had such an amazing time. Yeah. And when you're uh, when you're tagging us, use that hashtag Race Chaser. Until next time. Or if you're going to see us in San Fran, check us out at the Castro Theater January 22nd at racechasertickets.com. Yeah. And um, we're serious about all them dicks, too. Thanks. Bye. Race Chaser. Race Chaser is not endorsed by World of Wonder, Viacom, or any of their subsidiaries. It is intended for entertainment and informational purposes only. RuPaul's Drag Race and all names, pictures, and audio clips are registered trademarks and or copyrights of their respective trademark and copyright holders. Forever. Race Chaser with Alaska and Willem is a Forever Dog podcast. Produced by Big Dipper. Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. Our theme song is Race Chaser by Alaska Thunderfuck, available on iTunes. <laughs>